0: We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. Welcome to the spry Space podcast. I'm Lacey and today I get to be in the wonderful presence of Mr. Seth. How are you doing today, Seth? I'm doing really well. How are you? I give it a solid three out of five today. Okay. Really? Three out of five. Can
1: okay. you expect a whole lot more than that? I, right I now? honestly don't expect a whole lot more, but I have to say as far as 2020 goes, I have fared very well and I'm still just like riding that high five. Just
0: Is it just your like ingrained optimistic attitude that's getting you
1: through? That's about half of it. The other half is mushroom season started. And so I've been out in the woods hunting mushrooms. Do
0: you love the woods? I
1: love the woods. Me too.
0: The fires recently have been so sad. I felt like a part of my heart that loves the woods has been like breaking.
1: Yeah. Or incinerated with the woods. I get your pun, but...
0: Come on. (laughs) All right. So all month long here at Spry, we've been talking basically about our sanity, right? We're talking about social media manager mental health. Why? Because... Yeah, it's Mental Health Month. It's like really hard to stay safe <laughs> yeah. when your job is social media. I've been feeling it so much. Now, you're kind of unique to Spry because you're not in charge of managing a lot of other people's content, but you do have your own channels that I you do. manage. Yep. So just as a quick question, how has managing your own personal accounts and your personal brand accounts been during this whole year of
1: 2020? Well, honestly, at the beginning of the lockdowns and everything like that, i I noticed that social media was really starting to just take over my life. So as of right now, all of my channels are suffering because I have backed away from them. (laughs) So (laughs) you got to do what you got to do, so...
0: Well, we've talked quite a bit this month so far about social media manager mental health. We talked about introspection. Mm -hmm. We talked about setting good boundaries, especially if you're a parent or a partner during this time, how are you setting good boundaries? And then we've also talked about like trolls and negativity that's (laughs) coming through because it's been very wild. You add in to the end of 2020 that it's election season. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, the comments we're getting places are just... wild right it's crazy so today we actually want to focus on the fact that everybody is doing let me take it back not everybody Mm. a lot of people are doing their work from home yeah You know, we started talking about this quite a bit at the very beginning of the pandemic because a lot of people were joining us in this work from home, which we've been doing for so
1: long. We have. I actually make that point. I wrote a blog post about this, which you can also check out on our website. But I made that point that we actually chose to do this before COVID. This is a lifestyle that we prefer. And so we were actually talking about being remote workers before being a remote worker was cool.
0: It (laughs) was. You're so right. So, Yeah. (laughs) So we had some old blog posts that were written, one from Amber specifically, which is one that you were able to kind of use as inspiration for this week. Yes. And the topic that we had talked about before was making working remotely work, right? And so today, what I really want to focus on is that sanity piece of it. Yes. So how are you working from home in a way that doesn't negatively affect your mental health? Let's talk about the couple of points that you wanted to focus on.
1: Okay. So I would like to reiterate that Amber did write a post on this and I actually built on that post. So if you read mine and you're like, I feel like there's stuff missing, please go back and read hers because it has a lot of information. And
0: you'll link to it within that. We will definitely
1: link. So the first thing that Amber makes mention of, and I dug in on it, is working remote is not working alone. Mm. So us being remote workers from before COVID, we've actually you know braved this front. We've figured out how to make it work to where we never feel like we're doing it by ourselves. We're all alone in the world trying to conquer it. We work as a cohesive team. But for people that are just being like, thrust into this thing because they have to suddenly. I imagine, you know, going from a desk where you can like just lean over and talk to a coworker and suddenly That's there is, on. yeah, there's no one there. And suddenly you feel alone. You don't know. So if you're that person, I want you to stop and just take a deep breath mm-hmm. because you're not alone. All a of little those, micro meditation. Yeah. Well, all of those people still exist in the world, right? The people that you would lean over and talk to They are also probably working from home right now. So you are not alone. One of the things that I cover in the blog post is that there are platforms that we use and your company probably uses that allow you to chat and email and contact these people, probably even face message them where you can have an actual conversation. These people still exist in your life and reach out to the people that you would have normally reached out to, whether it is email chat or video chat. You're not alone in this.
0: Well, I think, you know, specifically the tool that we use as an internal communication tool is Slack. And every time that I meet and talk to a new company and I start asking about how communication is within their company and I ask if they have an internal communication tool, a lot of the times they say no, they're texting each other, right? Oh, wow. And there's a very small place, in my opinion, for texting your coworkers. Yeah. We want to be able to keep work conversations in a workspace yeah. so that we can stay focused and so that we can have access to people during the times where they should be working and that kind of thing. So I love this point of working remote is not working alone. I mean, how many times a day do you see in the spry Slack channels like, <laughs> hey, isn't anybody there? I need a quick brainstorm. Or can somebody put a second pair of eyes on this?
1: Yep. I actually make mention of that in the post. How many times a day does it pop up on your screen? Hey, do you have a quick second to chat? Mm -hmm. You know, it's second nature for us because it is like working in an office. It's just the world is our office. And you so, know
0: very well that with me, if I say, Do you have a quick second to chat? and you take five minutes, I will ha- have done it already. Right.
1: The problem's inside. already been solved.
0: <laughs> I'm like, Nice try. You're yeah. late again. Yeah. <laughs> I figured it out.
1: <laughs> We're winners. So, yeah, no, legit. You're not alone. Even if you are remote, you've still got people.
0: And one thing I'll communicate too, because I think this might be, the, in my opinion, the most important point is this when you're working remote, you're not working alone, is even if, let's say, you are a one person. Person team, right? You're a freelancer or you're, you know, you're a one person marketing team for your company and now you're working from home. There are so many communities that you could choose to join where you could collaborate and brainstorm and troubleshoot and support. There are Facebook groups, there are LinkedIn groups. Maybe that's all there is. But <laughs> within those two, there's tons well, of options. Well, even forums.
1: I mean, if nothing else, hit up a Reddit. forum, Reddit. You've got options for just about anything.
0: You can find people who are trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do that you can collaborate with and get support on. And the biggest danger I think to working remote and doing a good job is this siloing that yeah. can happen. So, unsilo yourself. Find a community if you don't have a team already and just be willing to be open and vulnerable and ask for help. And your product is going to be 10 times better if you do that. For sure. By the way, that statistic is made up.
1: That's okay. <laughs> okay. I believed you. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. you said it was such conviction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So let's go on to your second point that you had.
1: Okay. So my second point is I titled it stay focused or something like that. But it's the idea that working remote comes with a lot of freedom. But that's not always a good thing because when you're in an office setting, you can't go do the laundry. You know, you're focused on what you're doing at that time. And when you're working remote, you have so much freedom. It can drive you crazy, to to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're sitting there and you're trying to focus on your job and you're thinking, I got to do the dishes. I got to feed the kids. I got to do the laundry. I got to walk the dog. You know what's always
0: the biggest distraction for me?
1: Which one? Just the kitchen. (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) like, I'm like, "Mm, I think I could go for another snack. Like maybe if I had just the right snack, then I'll be able to focus and do this task properly.
1: That one gets me so bad. It It does. I'm like, I'm going to go cook something. I don't even know what I'm going to go cook. I'm going to go just cook something. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Food is a really rough one, but it's true. Right. I mean, there are so many distractions during the day when you're working remotely. And you have the freedom to do those distractions and that can drive you crazy. So I actually referred to Amber's list during this of things that you can do to stay focused. But a couple that I would like to highlight is one, blot out time. Yes. If you find that you're having a hard time focusing and getting stuff done, maybe you do need to uh, get up, go for a walk, take a breath, do some concentrating. But set aside 2 hours or 1 hour where you say in this amount of time I am in the office I am focused on this task nothing else is going to distract me I'm closing the door another one that amber references is is taking a break if you were having a hard time at the office you would take a break you would go clear your head and you would come back do the same thing if you're working a remote separate out space in your area for working remote we're going to touch a little mm, bit on I this like in the next section but it's very, very important that part of your house or wherever you're working from is designated for working. It's not that you can't go work from the couch and stuff, but you need a space where it is your workspace.
0: Two things. One is my calendar is very important to me. (laughs) You know, I use my calendar religiously to track what activities I'm doing. I actually... Color coded. I don't know. Have you ever seen my calendar before? I have. It's intense. It's color coded based on like what role these activities are part of. Like, are they transactional client activities? Are they consulting activities? Are they CEO owner activities? Are they sales and marketing focused? And each of them has their own color. And what I love about that is in a moment, I can look at my week and make sure that it's balanced, right? Because if I notice, oh, there's no dark green this week, like those are my (laughs) CEO owner tasks. Like, yeah. crap. Like, I need to I should probably fix that, you know? If I notice that there's not enough purple, purple is my sales and marketing tasks, then I'm like, okay, I need to probably look at my projections for next month and make sure that I'm on track because yeah, I haven't sure. been putting enough effort towards that, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's been very, very helpful for me. Number two on that is I started homeschooling my kids recently, right? Why? Why? Because to me, the, the idea of trying to get my kids, my six and eight year olds to focus on Zoom for two hours was like, made me want to throw up Yeah. because I was like, well, I'm going to have to be putting my effort towards getting them to focus anyway. So you know me, I yeah. would rather do something that I make up instead of try to follow somebody else's plan. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no,
1: I just, I'm like, what is a Lacy physics course? You know? <laughs> like, but, no, that's fantastic.
0: So with that being said, I have this old tiara, okay, Okay. this old crown. And when it is school time, I put the crown on and that's my teacher hat. And that's when I do that role, right? As soon as I take that off, we move to something different. So... I've heard of lots of other people doing something similar when it's their focus time, right? Yes. Okay, it's my focused work time, so I'm going to put on this hat or I'm going to put on these glasses and the people around me know that when I'm in that space, then I'm working and I can't help you at other things, right? right. Yep. And so there is kind of something interesting about having something that you can put on or around you that silently communicates to people what headspace you're trying to be in. Yeah. It's worked really well for homeschooling. I think I might start implementing it for my focused work time so that people know, you know, Oh, Lacey's in that mode right now. So we're going to let her stay in that mode. (laughs) We're going to respect that.
1: That's actually a great segue into our last point. Our last point is actually keeping the lines clean when you're working remote. And I know you can attest to this when you're working remote, your lines become blurred, your lines between home and office, between Coworkers and family between mm. work and fun, even because, oh, yeah. especially as a social media manager, like social media for the average person is designed to be fun, it's designed to bring peace, to communicate with friends, all of that not so much for a social media manager. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still can be, but it's also our job. It's mm-hmm. our bread and butter. We have to care if the trolls are going crazy, you know, yes. that kind of thing. So keeping the lines clean is very, very important if you're not going to go crazy while you're being a social media manager. So
0: what's an example of blurring a line like that?
1: So um, one of the things that I talk about in the blog post is the line between fun and work. Okay. So screens are our work and they are also our fun. True, And it can become very difficult to switch your mind from work on social media to fun on social media, Mm -hmm. or even from work on your computer to fun on your computer. What's the difference between you doing your presence management and you're just looking through and and commenting on the people that you enjoy seeing, right? I mean, it's, where is that line drawn? So I actually set aside a comment and it you may even disagree with me, but this okay. is what I say. Once your time that you have set aside for work is done, whatever it is, because you can have a flexible schedule working remote, but whenever that time is done, close the laptop, shut off the screen, even if you're planning to come back to it, make that physical action to switch your mindset. Mm. Close the screen and say, okay, I'm going to play mode. I'm going into fun mode. And then when you reopen your screen, stick to it. Don't go back to doing your presence management and stuff like that. Because you get
0: distracted pretty easily. You can. From like, okay, what's the difference between you getting a notification that says somebody has commented on your own personal post and somebody has commented on your client's post?
1: Exactly. Ah. Yeah, there's... <laughs> Ah oh, it can drive you insane. So make that line very very clean. Another one is the line between family members and coworkers okay. working remote. It is so easy to drag your family members into your work and be drugged out of your work by your family members, right? uh It's very important that when your time is set aside to do a task or to focus, put up something that lets your family members know, please don't bother me during this time right now, I need to be focused. And on the other side of it, try not to drag your family members in. I actually came up with this one because a few weeks ago I was doing some writing without even thinking. I handed my writing off to my wife and I said, would you please proofread this before I submit it? And I was like, Oh my gosh, my what wife is doing? my wife is not getting paid <laughs> She's for She's not getting this. paid for that time. This is not her job. She already works a full time job. Why am I having her do my work or work that I could literally kick off to a coworker of mine? Right. If there is a line that you would have in an office, I would encourage you to set that same line for your working remote thing. It, it'll really help you keep the lines clean and not go crazy on it.
0: I think that is one of the big positives to having set communication pathways for your work, right? Is that you're not blurring those. Yeah. For example, you know, we're talking about the family coworker line, right? Mm -hmm. Well, my sister is Lindy who works at Spry, right? And so how do I balance her and I having both a sisterly relationship and a coworker type relationship? So we didn't even do it on purpose, but as soon as she started working with us, we like on Slack, we talk about work stuff. On Facebook Messenger, we talk about sisterly stuff. <laughs> like it just kind of developed that way and we will not cross that boundary, neither us. Yeah. If you got something to say that's from a personal side, we're doing it on the channels designated for personal and if we've got something for work, we do it on the channels designated for work and we don't ever, ever cross those.
1: Yeah, uh, you had actually mentioned at the very beginning of this, I think I chuckled, it may not have come through, but <laughs> you had talked about some people don't even have the like Slack thing and they're texting each other. Yes. And to me, you text friends, you Slack coworkers, yes. you know, or you Microsoft Teams coworkers, but texting in my opinion fall on the side of fun. There are times obviously when you can text a coworker and stuff like that, but as far as the lines go, there are platforms set up for work and there are platforms set up for communication with friends and family and you should keep them clean.
0: Especially because at least from me from like a managerial standpoint, if I'm texting you, which I will do very rarely, you mm-hmm. know, as a employer to employee, yeah. like, are you billing me for that time? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and so I try as hard as I can to keep any sort of business communication within the tools that right. we use for work. So it's very clear that that is something that should be billed for, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Or if I'm outside in the evening, mm-hmm. I do. I sit outside a lot in the evening and if the moon is there, I'm the happiest human on earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I'm sitting out there with the moon and I've, maybe I've got a crystal in my hand. You know what I mean? Like
1: absorbing the energy. Yes.
0: At that moment, I might text Adrian and be like, Adrian, can you see the moon right now? Isn't it gorgeous? If I put that in Slack, that doesn't even make any sense. No, it's going to be weird. Right. And what we're doing is having personal lines of communication on personal Communication
1: lines. At that point, you're not texting her as CEO to employee. You're texting her as a friend. Right. And it's very, very important to keep those lines clean because we do play many, many roles, right? And so you can be someone's boss, but in off hours, still be their friend. And as long as those lines are clear, you won't have issues in the work side of it thing where they're undermining your authority on one side because you've been overly friendly on Slack or stuff like that, Mm -hmm. right? Clean lines are very, very important when you're working remote.
0: I agree. So as you've been going through this and the whole idea of this month is sanity, right? It's social media manager, mental health, and you've been working from home now. You've been working remote for like almost, how long? Like six months then?
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: How's your sanity?
1: My sanity's fine because I was insane to start with. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm really doing well. I said it earlier that I've coped really well with this. 2020 has not kicked my butt as bad as it has some. And so I'm truly blessed in that aspect. So I'm doing well. Oh, okay. One more thing yes, that I let's was hear going it. to cover. We talked about, you know, having a bunch of freedom can drive you insane because you're trying to get everything Truth, done. Yes. Another issue that comes with remote working and it has to do with keeping the lines clean is There are some that don't know when to turn it off.
0: Mm, mm -hmm. When
1: you're working from home, suddenly your home is your office. Some people need to blot out time to work. Other people need to blot out time to not work. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I'm guilty of this. You can wake up at two in the morning and be like, I have this brilliant idea. Jump out of bed and go spend your entire eight hour shift accomplishing that before anyone else has even gotten out of bed in the morning. And then you put in another eight-hour shift for your regular shift. is very, very important when you're keeping your lines clean to keep the lines of time clean Mm. too. If you have a great idea at two in the morning, try writing it down and doing it during regular time. Or if you do feel like you need to get up and you need to get it out because you're feeling very inspired, then make sure you take the appropriate amount of time off after that so that you are putting in what is expected of you in time rather than just working the entire time.
0: Here's a trick for that. Okay. Have human children.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was taking a drink when she said that and I literally just almost drowned. I think some tea came out my nose. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Here's what I mean by that. When I am with my children, you know, I have them 50% of the time, 50% of the time they're with their dad. So when I have them, I have had to be very clear about how long I'm working and when I'm going to be done and they will hold me to it. And I have to be the example to follow through with what I say, Yeah. right? Because if I just tell them I need to go work for a couple hours, then there's no clarity right there's right. no clarity in communication and they're going to come in and they're going to be bothering me and I'm going to be irritated and I'm not going to get things done properly but if I say listen at 4:30 today I am done and that is when we are going to start PE or that's when we are going to walk the dog at 4:30 then at 4:35 they're probably coming in like hey it's time are you it's ready time. right and yep. so just have a human child and it will solve all <laughs> your problems oh
1: fantastic <laughs> I do not have any human children yet. And so I really struggle with, you know, shutting it off. Yeah.
0: Well, you're working on it. I'm
1: working on it. (laughs) On all of it.
0: (laughs) Okay. So at the end of every Sprite Space podcast, we like to talk about somewhere interesting you've been working. As an all remote team, you can find us working in very strange places sometimes. So where is somewhere strange that you've been working lately?
1: Okay. So we live in Western Washington. At least you Mm -hmm. and I do. We've got people everywhere. But you and I live in Western Washington, which... That means fall time is mushroom season. It's so cool. When I moved over here and discovered all of the edible mushrooms that are available to us, it blew my mind. And so every single fall after that first rainstorm, every waking moment, I am in the woods, just like a pig in Europe looking for truffles. (laughs) I, I go after the mushrooms. So last weekend, I was actually out. Uh, I just looking. imagined
0: you as a Halloween costume. Like <laughs> you pig. looking for trouble. That might it? happen.
1: <laughs> last weekend, I was out in the woods looking for mushrooms, and my phone made some noises, and I don't keep my lines as clean as I should. So I pulled it out, and it was... Confessions. Uh, yeah, confessions of a social media manager. I had some emails. So I just pulled out my phone and answered the emails real quick and went back to work. And I thought, how cool is this, that mm-hmm. I'm literally doing work from the woods while hunting mushrooms. I love it. So great. Do you have so. to
0: drive to the woods where you hunt for mushrooms or do you walk from here?
1: Where I go, I drive. You do? I, I actually go outside of Carson, so. Oh, cool. I go quite a ways.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you been doing anything cool with the mushrooms? I, last year, I think you pickled them or something.
1: I did pickle them last year. So this year I've only been out two times. The first time I didn't find any because it was still way too dry. And the last time I found quite a few, but not enough to do anything big with. So I've just been eating like scrambled eggs and wild mushrooms. Nice. I put some in spaghetti. That was pretty great. Ooh. Oh, so, yum! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nope, just been eating them as mushrooms. Okay,
0: wonderful. So. Next time you're out there, I would love to see an Instagram story of you working out in the mushroom forest. Okay. So, so here's
1: the thing: I get super excited when I'm out in the woods hunting mushrooms. Yeah. And it gets out like I'm not joking. When I see a mushroom, I squeal like I like the pigs, <laughs> like the pigs hunting like trouble. I get so excited. It just thrills me. So if you see an Instagram story, just know it's going to be me just giddy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Look we'll do it, it for
0: our next series of sprites in the wild on Instagram stories. Oh, okay. Yes. So just, you know, I need you to get that content for me. Can you I will do that? get that okay. for you? Okay. Blur the line just, just I will, for a I will just blur, blur the line minutes. for that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, great job working on this. I appreciate your positive, optimistic attitude, and you pull me up. We started the conversation. I was a three. I feel like I'm getting closer to a four just for the conversation. Okay. (laughs) So thank you for that. You're very welcome. If you want to hear more from us, you want to follow along with our content, where can people find us, Seth? Everywhere. All the places. All the
1: places. Yes. You can find us on Facebook at ThinkSpry. You can find us on Instagram at ThinkSpry, You can find us on LinkedIn, not at ThinkSpry.
0: Spry social media marketing.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. You can find our website, which is thinkspry.com. We have a Facebook group mm-hmm. called Spry Space. If you want ideas or you want people to bounce your ideas off of, we talked about not working alone. If you want people to bounce your ideas off of, Spry Space is the place for you. You can literally just log in and be like, hey, I've got this troll that's driving me crazy. What do I do? And we will help you out. That's so, right.
0: I love it. Good job. Yep. You handled that, the calls to action very well today, Seth.
1: You're very welcome. <laughs> I may have practiced that in the mirror. I'm not you know, I'm not admitting to anything.
0: Do you squeal in the mirror too? I like, do like, not. Do you practice your mushroom I squeal? I do not.
1: It comes so natural. It just <laughs> truly is a sprite in the wild at that point. So. All right.
0: Thank you so much for your time today. And yep. thank you for those of you listening. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, morning, whatever it is. We hope that you keep learning. Yep. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.